0: songs back someone is back on itunes no worse for wear really probably i got to keep all my reviews so that was helpful but i lost all the vertical you know popularity bars you know but all in all i think for a pretty dumb fuck up i can't complain too much well well, i probably can Uh, so i i listened back to the episode with the lawnmower incident on it and there's a crucial fact that i forgot that fact being that Sarah's parents' lawnmower has one of those bars that you like uh, pull up and then another bar on top that you clamp down and one of them kind of runs the self-propeller and the other one, I don't know, it does something else. I can't remember what the hell it was. Anyway, so you have to kind of pinch these two thin bars to get the lawnmower to run and about... Every fifth time I had to, you know, empty the bag and go back to it, I'd I'd pinch a fat roll. I'd pinch one of my fat rolls into those into those two bars. That's great for the ego. That felt really good. Really sweaty and really good. All right. Look, we don't have we don't have much time, okay? Swimming's almost over. I haven't showered. I've wasted my hour and a half to myself on a Wednesday watching the last episode of The Walking Dead. I don't even really know why I watch that show anymore. I think it's just because I feel like I owe it. But I mean... I I don't know. There's just a lot of feelings going on. Not enough zombie killing. I just... I don't know. I don't know why I'm Like, I'm I'm such a, like, stereotypical man in some ways. And in other ways, I'm a total chick. Like, the, the Walking Dead thing, I'm like, would you just stop being a little bitch and fucking kill something? And then in... Like, the other day, for example... I got so enraged I know it's like hard to believe right I'm so calm and so fucking chilled out I got so enraged about these fucking patio chairs that Sarah bought or I shouldn't say Sarah picked them out and her parents bought them because they love her unlike my family and she came home with these cushion with these pillows sorry see is that Freudian I don't know so she came home with these fucking chairs and my one stipulation was please don't buy uh patio chairs with cushions on them because they're fucking irritating. Like they'll just, they just, they get gross. And how the fuck do you wash that? I don't know. But then she's like, really like these chairs and she's like, sent me a picture. Is it okay? I'm like, yeah, you know what? It was just one of those days where I'm just like, just fucking, just do whatever you want and don't consult me because I don't really give a shit. And uh, I'm sure you're going to do a great job. So she comes in with these chairs and she's so proud. She's created this outdoor oasis. And of course, I'm like, oh, it looks good. She's like, no, but what do you think? And I'm like, it's great. Love it. And she's like, do you like, do you like the, accent pillows I think that is probably the stupidest question I've ever been asked in my entire life and I've been asked some stupid questions for example one time I was at a job and they couldn't understand what lesbian meant and I worked in a kitchen so there's a bunch of really undereducated or uneducated sorry guys so one of the stupidest questions I've ever been asked is what if you fell off a cliff and you had amnesia and you woke up in the hospital and you didn't remember anything. Would you still be gay? <sighs> like, that's a pretty fucking stupid... Maybe it's a legitimate question. I don't know. But to me, it was like, yes. Yes. I, you know, I can't answer that question. Maybe, I don't even remember what my response was. Maybe I'll be straight then. Yes, then I would be straight. Or maybe I would be gay. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't... I watched that movie, The Vow, and I don't. I still don't have any answers for you people. I don't know. I don't know. So I failed at the accent pillows already. And you know when you get that look where, you're, where they're just kind of hurt, like, oh, you don't really give a shit about my accent pillows? Holy fuck. I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm kind of impatient right now. I don't know if you can pick up on that. So then that happened. And then I was like, okay, so now every time it fucking rains, we got to go outside and get the fucking patio chair cushions and bring them inside. Which is like, you know, who doesn't need another fucking stupid thing to do? I mean, it's not like it takes a long time, but it's like a fucking stupid thing to do. It's like, oh, oh, it's partially cloudy. You get your SPF 400 sunscreen on and I'll go get the pillows, okay? Okay. Uh, sorry I shouldn't be saying that It's kind of belittling but she'll never listen to this So it doesn't matter So you know it's in the morning It's looking like kind of cloudy It could potentially rain And Sarah's like well should we bring the cushions in And I was like can we just buy like some fucking spray Like is there a water repellent spray to put on fucking patio chairs Like on the cushions Well I don't want to put chemicals on that And I'm like "It's a, it would be a specially designed spray for the for the fucking pillows Well I'm not going to use a chemical And then I did this I slammed my hand on the kitchen counter like a fucking idiot, animal, fucking Cro Magnon man. And I said, Listen. I said, Listen, I'm scared of myself right now. Are you scared? I'm kind of scared. Of, where is this going to go? Does this lead to divorce? I don't know. I don't know. I said, they may, they, It's specially designed. Like, why are you discounting everything I'm saying? Okay. Now Sarah's really patient and she's like, Okay. I can see that you're sensitive about this. So let's just take a second. Let's restart. That's another thing in our relationship that saves a lot of fights. Actually, she says reset. Let's reset. Let's take a deep breath and reset. Because I need that. Because I'm very temperamental. I don't know if you can tell. I'm kind of twitching right now. I'm like, I just had a really irritating day today. And I got an email that I didn't... I didn't really want. And now I feel like I have to deal with it. And I don't know how. So I'll leave that at that. And, uh... Anyway, I shouldn't have brought that up So, where was I? So that's the first kind of girly thing I was concerned Like I got into a fight about patio cushions And I never thought I would utter that sentence in my entire life But it happened And then shortly thereafter, I went to Costco And I just had to have these polka dot coffee mugs I went up and down the aisles And I thought, I have to go back I simply must go back to get those polka dot coffee cups Aren't they just darling So I brought them home And Sarah's like why did you buy those And I said well I, I like them Oh they're tacky Oh bitch please you did not Mm-hmm. I'm not black I, I was really upset I had, a, I had a fucking toddler meltdown Because I wanted the coffee cups And she's like okay well you can just keep them Yet again I'm the cunt in this relationship It never fucking fails So people ask quite often Who's the man who's in charge I don't fucking know Flip a coin. What day of my cycle is it? I don't know. The fuck? Fuck you. Judge me. Okay, so that brings us to, uh, who the fuck knows? I, I can't remember what the point of me saying this is. Ugh, I don't care. So anyway, I, I I don't know. My estrogen levels are high. I'm very irritated. I'm agitated. I don't know. It's bad day to even podcast at all. Okay, so this weekend was Pride in the City. And, uh, we had good intentions. We were going to meet up with some friends there and, uh, well, sorry, Sarah actually chuckles, <coughs> but it didn't work out. My kid ru- rules my entire life. He, he makes decisions. I don't. So we go, we have to do things early in the morning from nine, nine thirty till 1230 or one. So we did. And just as we were leaving, we timed things so poorly that, uh, as we were trying to leave, there was probably about five or 6,000 pedestrians going through the forks, which is kind of like a touristy fancy pants Area of the city It's beautiful Like it's I don't know which two rivers it is But I think the Red and the Assiniboine They kind of meet uh, At the Forks And it's like a spiritual place Blah 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 It's really touristy It's really nice It's fun So they were all coming back So we're trying to leave that place It took like half an hour To drive like A kilometer I don't know how many miles that is Mind your own fucking business And look it up It's called the metric system people Deal with it So while we were there I had a very different experience Like usually when I go to Pride I've only ever been a couple times But you know Every other time i had been single I was thin Happy And this time, I'm just just a chubby mom hanging out. You know, and to to every onlooker, I was just a chubby mom hanging out. So, anyway. Oh, oh, itchy eye. Oh, God. Oh, nothing beats an eye rub. Whew. Mercy. Okay. Now, while we were there, I'm looking around. There's no real freak shows yet because the parade hadn't uh, ended and nobody's shown up. So all the people in the rainbow colors and all that fun stuff and the trannies with the bikinis and weird shit weren't even there yet. So great. Now we're walking through and Malcolm gets a little football from the TD bank lady. And then I proceeded to the uh, Royal bank of Canada stand. And I said, Hey, you know, TD's giving out footballs and uh, shopping bags over there. I'm like, I'm just, just putting that out there. Just letting you know. And she's like, well, they're sponsoring the the pride parade. So they're going to give away more stuff. And she's like, Hey, do you want a rainbow bracelet? And the answer to that question is, no, I don't want rainbow bracelet, but it was free. So I said, well, yeah, of course, sure. So she gave one to Malcolm and one to Sarah and I didn't really want one. So we just left. Anyway, free stuff is always good. Um, And on the way out of there, uh, I walked by a woman that Sarah, when Sarah and I had first gotten together, we worked at a certain place that I can't name. Just in case you can find me, you'll never find me. So we're on our way out. And I see this woman, I see it out of the corner of my eye. She looks at me in my face. There's no recognition. So maybe she doesn't remember me. I mean, I'm a very forgettable person in real life. Like if you look at my face, it'll just be like, you know, Sarah, plain and tall, except Sarah short and chubby, a little bit ugly. And, uh, we walked right by her, but it triggered a memory in my brain. I remember her very much. Uh, I remember as a much larger woman, she has lost like maybe 150 pounds. It's fucking nuts. Uh, but at the time, she had gone away on some kind of leave I don't know if it was a stress leave or something And much like myself, when I stayed on my mat leave I gained like a fucking bajillion pounds Like a l- literal bajillion And when she came back, we all wore these green scrubs So she needed a bigger size of pant And she's a very pear-shaped woman So imagine like a 300-pound woman that's maybe five six, And about 180 of those pounds are fr- below her waist Like she had a huge ass like huge. Like it was, here's another girl's story. Now that I'm thinking of it, I gave this woman a ride home once in her full rumpdom, like when she was at her peak and we're like talking, chit-chatting, nice things. She gave me a picture of like, I don't know why people give people, uh, Christmas cards with their photo of their family on them. Like, I, I don't get that. Maybe I will someday understand it, but it's like, great. All right. Well, what am I supposed to do with this now? Like, where do I have to find a special place for this? Like, I barely know you lady, you know, I don't, I don't know what you want me to do with it. I don't know. And I feel terrible throwing out photographs of people because they're to be cherished, right? Like, it's not something you throw out. Anyway, I don't know what the point of that was. But that's going to be the whole fucking show, is I don't know what the point of that was. That's what this is. Like, the whole, every fucking episode we've ever done... Oh, shit. Sarah needs my help. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. I only have ten more minutes. So, uh, she's going to get out of my car, and my car was a Sunfire at the time. It was really low to the ground, sports car, uh, piece of shit. But whatever, everybody has a Sunfire. Or a Cavalier, Whatever. So she goes to get out of my car and uh, she's scooching to get out because she's ample, you know, she's Rubenesque. She's a little rotund and she goes to get out of the car and I I get the view that no one should ever, ever get. I glanced over, she's bent trying to get out of the car and there's a, a thong. Well, Just let that soak in. Imagine a purple thong being eaten, swallowed whole by a gigantic white ass like not even like not even black man big it was like it was like a small dumpster size i don't even know how she fit into my car and it was just that image is still to this day that was 10 years ago that image is still burned into my head okay so we were walking by this woman and then it triggers that memory and then i threw sand in my eyes to try and wash that vision out and then I remembered what else had happened to her. So she comes back and we're all wearing these green scrubs, right? So she obviously needs a larger size now that she's been on the sleeve and gained all this weight. So we had an in-house seamstress. And, uh, the next time I see this woman, she comes out and what the seamstress had chosen to do is put new fabric in the ass crack of her pants. So instead of giving her a new pair of pants or whatever, they just added material to her old pants. So the old, the, the pants themselves were like used kind of faded green. And then the seam they put like the four inches they put down the middle was brand new material. So it was blatantly obvious to anyone who even glanced in her general direction that they had to let her pants out. Like how fucking humiliating is that? You know, I mean, all women have body issues, but you're you're at work. Like, do you have to be fucking self-conscious there? I mean, how much does polyester fucking cost anyway? Could they not have given her at least one pair of pants that weren't like, hey, look how much weight I've gained pants? Like, fuck. Fucking mortifying. And then she was the kind of fat people person, sorry, kind of like me, that, you know, knows what, knows everything about how to eat except their fucking like 800 pounds, you know, we'd be sitting there and like younger girls, like I was thin then, so I didn't feel bad, but I'd be eating fries or whatever. She's like, oh, those carbs. Oh, you know, you shouldn't have fried carbs. And I'm just like, okay, so you're sitting here right now with me eating a low-fat yogurt right now. Something tells me you're not just eating low-fat yogurt and that something is your gigantic ass. Okay, great. Thanks for the nutrition advice. Appreciate it. All right. So there was that incident with this woman. Now, the other thing that happened to her is I I feel terrible about this. Uh, We were all at work. We went outside for a smoke. I didn't smoke. Excuse me. And we're all at the picnic table. So there's like three of us on one side and then two girls and her on the other side. Now, smoke break was over. It's time to go back to work. Except she's on a slightly different schedule. So she could stay. She could smoke another one. So all of us girls got up and we all walked away from the picnic table and she was so fat. How fat was she? She was so fat that when we all stood up, the picnic table tipped over towards her because she was so heavy and the weight wasn't evenly distributed anymore that it tipped up and went vertical right on top of her. Like it didn't land on her face, but it's like she hit the ground and the the, like an entire fucking patio table. Oh, picnic table! I mean, an entire picnic table <laughs> fell on top of a woman, a human woman. Like, I don't know. Okay, I don't. I just wanted to leave that with you. It, it just. I feel bad for her, but she's since lost a tremendous amount of weight. She's also slightly mentally unstable. Uh, we we worked with this one woman, um, that. Okay, so this the this uh, incredibly fat woman dated one of my co-worker's brother at one point and the co-worker's brother landed up in the hospital something to do with alcoholism like his liver fucked up or something so they hadn't dated in like six or seven years and she goes to see this guy in the hospital and brings him like a pamphlet on loving jesus and the 10 steps or Is it 12 steps i don't know 12 steps to jesus or something and he hadn't seen her in like seven or eight years and he's in a tremendous amount of pain and she, and she shows up with her Jesus paraphernalia. So something's, like, not right there. Somebody hurt her. I don't know. So somebody fucking dropped her on her head anyway. I don't know. Okay. Totally different subject now, because that's what this is. This is what I do. I rule. You just fucking start something, you go to something else, and fucking pretend like it was meant to be. Okay. I'm reading my kid, Thumbelina. Have you guys ever heard of this book? Some girl goes to, like, some magical witch or some shit, and she's like, Oh, please, please send me a little girl. So this woman gives the mom a tiny little like seed. It's like a special seed. She plants it in a pot and a tiny little baby grows in it like a little girl, the size of her thumb. She's two inches tall. So it's kind of, uh, a bit bizarre. Okay. It's a kid's story. So this little Thumbelina, uh, is meant is sleeping outside in a half a walnut shell. So her, her mother has quite obviously abandoned her. And she, this little girl basically goes through cycles of being kidnapped and forcible confinement and forced marriages. So I can't remember what happens first, but she ends up with like a toad and she doesn't like the toad and the toad's ugly and the toad's mother's ugly. And the toad's like, oh, I'm going to go get you a lily pad and we're going to fuck and get married. And she's like, oh, I don't want to. And then something else kidnaps her. And then a beetle, an ugly dung beetle or some shit takes her up a tree and all the other beetles say, oh, how ugly she is. Oh, look how blonde her hair is. Oh, how ugly she is. So the beetle's like, yeah, this bitch be ugly. I'm not black. And he like kicks her out of the tree or whatever and throws her back onto the ground. And then she's freezing. Cause you know, she's in a tiny little summer dress and she got kidnapped in, in the summer and now fall's coming and she's freezing. And then she meets a mouse and the mouse says, oh, you can come live in my tiny hole here and uh, you can clean my house and be my bitch. So Thumbelina is without option. So she goes down there, and she's like, oh, I guess I'll be cleaning your shit. And then guess what happens? A mole comes along, and the mole digs his way through into the mouse's house, and the mouse is like, oh, the mole wants to marry you, but you'll never see the light of day again because the mole lives underground, but you'll have a bigger house than I will. And the mole's like, I'm going to fuck that bitch. Oh, I'm going to fuck that bitch. So he... He's like, okay, so as she's going into the mole's house, like to his burrow or whatever, and kissing the sunshine goodbye, and knowing she's probably gonna die while getting fucked by a mole, she walks by this bird, and the bird, he's like, oh, mind your step, that's just a dead bird or whatever, and she's like, no, 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 it's breathing, so she nurses the bird back to health, and uh, I think she helps him dig a hole to get out of the mole hutch, what do you call a mole place they live I don't know. Mole condo. I don't know. It's underground. A burrow. Is it a burrow? Did I call it a burrow earlier? I have no memory. Okay. So she digs out. The bird's fine. He leaves. He gets up there and he's like, come with me. You're going to come with me. You've saved my life. Now I will save yours. And she's like, sweet Jesus, freedom, mighty, mighty freedom. So she gets on the bird's back and she's like, I don't give a fuck where we end up as long as I don't get fucked by a mole. You know, these are fair statements. She owns those feelings. I think they're quite valid. So she gets on the bird's back and she flies off. And it turns out this bird knew exactly where there was a a land full of tiny little midget, not even midgets, what do you call a thumbelina? I don't know, two inches? Full of Asian penis-sized children. So she gets to this wonderful land and guess what? She meets a young, tiny little Asian penis-sized man and they get married. Holy fuck, how many times did she, like, forcible confinement, uh, kidnapping, attempted rape, these are all stories that we're supposed to read to our young daughters, and sons for that matter, and enjoy this as a wonderful children's book? What the fuck? Who, why, I just, I don't get it, people, I don't get it. It's a terrible terrible example it's basically you're telling girls that you, you bestiality is better than being alone and making your own way in the world and then at the end she gets married to some other fucking tiny dude who's supposed to be her salvation fuck that shit I'm burning that fucking book that's bullshit all right you know what that's something for you to think about I don't have any more time here I've got to go feed my kid and clean my dirty kitchen oh, I hate fucking doing dishes oh I hate doing dishes anyway okay I don't know Oh, right, an iTunes review, that would be super duper You got all this shit for free, you can do that for me And we're on Stitcher, you can check us out on Stitcher Sandra D. Sanchez on Twitter Changeofaddress69 at gmail.com What the fuck else is there? Oh, you can like the change of address uh, bu- uh, Fuck you Yeah, I fucking said it All this free entertainment's fucking busting up my brain uh, Change of address on Facebook page Like it Yeah, okay Alright, I'm, go. I'm gonna go now I'm gonna go love, love the old family gonna go uh sit on some patio chair cushions and uh pretend to enjoy them i I love i love decorative decorative pillows and uh i'm really lucky to have someone so thoughtful to purchase said decorative pillows Mm. yeah pillows Mm.